This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I am Natalie Gingrich. I am your host here. And today we're going to be answering a question that we receive several times throughout the year. And I want to make that answer available to everybody because we have an upcoming round of the Director of Operations Certification Program heading up here in the fall. And we get lots of people who are asking us how they can leverage their leaders or the businesses that they work in or maybe their boss to help them to financially assist with this certification program. So today I'm going to give you all of the answers that I have already given, and hopefully this is going to help more people to understand that there are more things than just payment plans that can help you with your training and development. But also, if the director of operations program is not one that you're interested in, you could use this exact same advice for any continued growth, professional development, and learning that you have coming up. Every time we kick off a round for the DOO certification, we get applicants who want to know if their clients or their employer can pay for them. Actually, throughout this episode, I'm going to refer to them as your leader because you may be in a role full-time, which in that case, that would be your employer, or you could be serving as an independent contractor, and that would be a client relationship. So just to make it simple for this podcast, we're going to refer to that as your leader. And we simply want to make it easier for you to get the learning, the training, the development that you need to not only improve and increase your value and worth inside of that leader or that relationship, but we also want to make sure that these businesses, I mean, the whole reason that we started a certification program was to help not only up-level women in their careers, show them what is possible, what you are capable of, and still having a flexible lifestyle if that's what you want. But on the flip side of this, the Ops Authority truly does want to make a really big imprint in small and online businesses by giving them access to this level of support. So it's a win-win for both parties, and we're going to go over that today. So today's podcast is for anyone who's going to be up-leveling in their current role and looking for their client or their employer to contribute to covering the cost of the DOO program or any other program that you may be looking at. Before we get too deep, let's talk about the conditions that need to be present before you go ask anyone to pay or help you pay for your training and development. My suggestion is that these conditions are present before you go down this path. These conditions I'm about to share with you. First one is you need to have at least been in this business for six months of employment. And you also need to have complete buy-in to the business 
Simply put, this means that you really highly, deeply in your bones, you connect to the values and to the mission of the business that you've been supporting, and you resonate with the leader's vision. Y'all have actually spent time and sat down together. You have heard it from them, and you deeply feel this. I know that sounds quite emotional, but in small and online businesses where our teams are pretty tiny and mighty, I want you to just feel this because if you do, it's of course going to make it easier for them to say yes to partner with you, but it also means that you have the intention of sticking around for a long time and you have the zest that it takes to continuously pour in to this mission. The second thing is you have already brought success to this business and you've already set and met goals for them and with them. I'm going to take this to the next level. You need to have documented success. Do you have metrics? Do you have reporting to prove that you have been able to contribute to the success of this business since you have been a part of it? If you don't have that, I want you to pause right here, create it, because it's going to make your case so much simpler to give that big check mark or the stamp of approval. The third thing, I want you to check in with yourself. Do you have the honest intention of staying with this business for at least another year? I want you to make sure of that. I don't want you to ask someone to partner with you and you not have honest intentions of being around to bring the return on investment back to this party. The fourth thing is you're going to have to do your research. Before we can even get to the next phase of this, you've got to do your research. And I know you enjoy doing that. (laughs) I want to make sure that you are really invested in the program that you're looking at. I want you to make sure that you're invested in their content and that the content is going to be applicable to the growth plan of the company that you're supporting. Again, these are all going to become feathers in your cap as you move forward in getting that yes from the leader. The last thing is I wanna make sure that you have the time to fully commit to the training. So do your research, understand what all is included, how much time and effort, energy, what the syllabus looks like, do all of those things. If any of those are missing, I want you to keep working hard. Ensure that all of these are present before you make the ask to your leader. Again, I want to make sure that you're contributing to the growth of the business because once you do that, I know in my own business, it's really, really simple for me to say yes to things, for me to support them, for me to give them raises, for me to contribute in any way if I know that they are giving a direct return to the business or to me. Now, since all of that is set, let's talk about how we're going to make this a reality. Two things. I'm going to break them down. But those two things come together like this. You're going to need a proposal and you're going to need to effectively communicate that to the leader. Yep, you're going to need a proposal. And I know exactly what your mind just did when I said that. You tightened up and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I need a template for that. Ladies, I'm going to talk about everything that you need to get this together for your leader so that you can present this and move forward without feeling like it's got to be perfect. This is going to be a plan that you can move forward with. 
And really, if you're going to ask someone to spend their profits on you rather than reinvesting them in their business or even them being able to take home a little bit more money this month or this quarter or this year, you just want to make sure that you're doing your due diligence and you're showing up as the next level person that they are going to be asking of you. This is going to take some time, but we're going to give you that shortcut. And today you're going to have a plan. So the first thing I want you to know when you're creating this proposal are what are the benefits of them sponsoring you? What are the benefits of you learning this new knowledge? If you're listening to this and you're thinking about joining the Director of Operations Certification Program, then here are the benefits. You can literally copy and paste this and make this available inside of your proposal. The first thing inside of the DOO Certification Program is our content is operations focused. We have five key disciplines and those are gonna be translated into the business. When I say five different disciplines, first one is strategy, key performance indicators slash data, project management, human resources, and finances. Those are the five key pillars that are extremely important from an operations perspective as we build out small and online businesses. Another benefit, you're going to walk away with new ideas and frameworks and contacts for areas for their business that they've not had access to, or maybe they haven't had the ability to deep dive into. Maybe they're just in the beginning of the scaling phase, and usually if they're in that place in their business, they're going to have some implementation level help, but you may be the first person that maybe you're stepping up from implementation into management or strategy, and you're probably one of those earlier first people that are going to be coming in at this level. So you're going to want them to know that you're going to walk away with the these ideas and frameworks that you can implement immediately. The third thing, we have case studies and activities that are going to be performed with their business. So again, they're going to have immediate value when you are going through the certification. So our certification lasts for six months, but the cool thing is within the first two weeks, they are already going to have access to your mind, which is now going to have the strategic mapping model framework, and you're gonna be licensed to perform this inside of their business, giving them value immediately. The fourth thing is community. As a leader and as a business owner myself, as the CEO of the Ops Authority, I want my team to be connected. I also want every individual role to have a community where they can lean onto. Of course, they're going to come to me as the leader to make decisions, but all of them are subject matter experts. Think about the people that you are supporting. They're visionaries. Perhaps they're better on the marketing side than on the operations side. Happens 90% of the time with entrepreneurship. So if that's the case, they probably want you to have support outside of themselves. It's a win-win for you and for them. This gives you a place to go to with your questions about the role or a situation or maybe a project, maybe a scenario that you're going through. And not only can you ask those questions, but you can get feedback. You can share your struggles. 
as you know, this is called friendship and community, and it makes a huge difference as we're navigating in small teams because we don't have hundreds or even dozens of people to reach out to like you may have had if you came through the corporate track before you got to this point. Ultimately, it's going to lessen the support that the leader has to provide to you, leaving them the ability to lead you rather than to manage you. This is a really big benefit. The fifth of six benefits that I want you to know is that we will increase retention rates. So it is every leader's biggest desire to minimize turnover. We don't want people coming in and leaving. We know that that costs us money. And even more than money, at least in my business, it's time. It's the downtime. It's the training time. So we want to make sure that we're making strategic, wise, really good hires so that we minimize this. Well, when we contribute to the people who have been good to us, who understand our mission, vision, and values, who are committed to staying here for a while with us, then we invest in them because we are a partner to you now and we've invested in your continued growth and development, more times than not, we get a better, higher retention rate because you're satisfied. You also have a very safe place to grow. Everybody loves this. Again, another win-win. The sixth benefit is that you get to walk away with greater responsibility. You're going to move into management, maybe even beyond that into leadership of a team. This is awesome for you because you are going to be able to stretch to try something new. The job is going to become less monotonous. It may become more challenging in different ways, but you're going to be able to solve real big problems. You're going to be able to bring even bigger value. The bigger the problem, the greater the value. And at the end of the day, the person who's going to be partnering with you and paying for you to go through this, you're going to be contributing to their business in a whole different light. And they get the benefit of showing up differently when they have a team who can take on that level of responsibility. So those are all of the benefits. Now, if you're not going through the DOO certification program, I want you to think about the benefits of the program that you want your leader to work with you on. The second thing that goes into your proposal after your benefits is almost like an exercise. But by going through this step and creating this, your visionary that you work with, this is going to make it a no-brainer. So what is this thing? I want you to, you've already done your research, you know the benefits of going through this program. I want you to create a job description with the new skills that you are going to learn. I want you to showcase how you're going to up-level as a result of this training. In the DOO program, I mentioned this a second ago, but in our program, the way that we have it set up is as you go through each of these different disciplines, you're going to be able to practice those learnings with the business. So again, they're going to get immediate benefit. Coming back to the research, the third part of the proposal. So the third part of the proposal is really the facts coming from all of the research that we talked about earlier in this podcast. I want you to research the content and the program information. What are the dates? When are the meeting times? How much time is needed from you? And of course, the price. 
I want you to flex that fact finder muscle. And I know uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you have the gift of being a strong fact finder. So if you're looking for getting some financial assistance in the DOO program, I want you to head over to directorofops.com. That'll give you all of the research. You can look over that page and gather all of the details that we mentioned here. The next part of your proposal is to show the expected return on investment. So think about how they're looking through this proposal. They become curious when you talk about the benefits. Then you show them in their own business how those benefits and this training are going to help you and their business to grow to the next level by looking at that new job description. Then you're going to share the facts. And this is where it becomes less emotional and very exciting. If you can show the leader how their investment is going to contribute to a greater profit margin, it's very, very likely that they are going to say yes really, really quickly. So ask yourself these questions. How will these skills contribute to the bottom line? And when do you estimate that you can get a full return on investment? The ops authority takes this super, super seriously. And when we saw a trend of our students being what we call employer-sponsored, meaning the employer or the client was funding their program, we took it seriously and we created a path inside of our program. So we want the student as well as their employer or their leader to be overly satisfied. For us, that meant that we created specific milestones to people in that exact same position and our accountability advisors track and they coach towards those. We want you to learn and you to up-level, but we also want the business to make this a no-brainer expense so that we set you up for success as well. With all of this, I want you to be ahead of the game and come in big time. All of this information is going to culminate into a formal proposal. The last step here is to set up a meeting to deliver that proposal with all of the information that we talked about and have a summary follow-up email ready to go. Communication is going to be key with this entire process. And I want you to have all, do all of your thinking, get all of the prep work done so that when you come in to talk about this, you're confident, you're eager, you've got your facts together. You basically make it a place where the leader doesn't want to say no, or even maybe later. I want them to say, heck yes, right now, hop in there for yourself and also for the business. Now, it's natural that the question comes up about the payment piece. So I want you to propose that they pay some or all. And this is something that you're going to have to know and use discernment for. Every business is different. Every leader is different. Everyone spends money differently. Honestly, the profit margin of the business could be weighed into this. So you're going to have to make that decision. But sometimes they'll pay for all of it right up front. But more likely than not, they'll pay for half. So be realistic that asking for half, or you may want to start asking for everything and then just know that you can back down your proposal if they're questioning it or second guessing it, you can back it down to half. But remain open to any of the options that they come up with. If they're in small business, it's likely that they have never had anyone come to them and ask them to partner with them in learning and development. So you may be the very first person. If you've got more of an established business, then they may have a formal process. But I bet the majority of people who are listening here today probably are not working in that situation today. So remain open to any option 
any payment option that they come back with. We've made all kinds of special arrangements and are happy to do so. Another thing that has happened here inside of the Ops Authority with employer-sponsored programs is they will wait to see the results of the program and they'll reimburse you personally after an agreed upon timeline. So there's a lot of different ways of doing this. And I just want to make sure that you know that it's not an all or nothing. It could be something where you invest and they reimburse. It's really done lots of different ways. So really quickly, I'm going to go down the couple different steps for the proposal. First thing I want you to list are the benefits. The next is create a new job description. Show them, give them a glimpse as to what you are going to look like and perform like with this additional training. I want you to give them all of the facts that they need to know about this program. Estimate your return on investment to them. Create their proposal, set up a meeting, and be ready for that email summary so that while they're thinking it over, if they don't give you an immediate yes, you get something in their email box right away because you're super excited about moving forward and you want their blessing. Friends, I hope that this has been really, really helpful. Again, it's a question that comes in time and time again, and I figured it might as well be best in a podcast here for everyone who is interested in going down this path. I want to recap to say that this can be done with a client relationship. It can also be used in an employment relationship. With every single episode of the Ops Authority podcast, we want to make sure that this time is purposeful, it's useful, and it's something that you can take action on. So we've got an Ops activity. And today, I want you to head over to our private Facebook group, opsinsiders.com, and let us know if you have a client or leader in mind that you're going to plan on asking to contribute to your growth and development. It's going to be quick. It's a yes, no. We're not asking for names or anything like that, but I would love to know if this episode has been helpful for you and if you plan on moving forward. Friends, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. We will be back next week with another episode. Y'all have a good one. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.